Liverpool Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Paul Leslie Hour. This time around, I'm pulling the interview with Lynette Carolla out of the archives and putting it right here on the podcast. The last episode of the podcast featured the interview that I did with Adam Carolla. This interview is from that same era, around 2011. This was originally broadcast on the Paul Leslie Hour. This was during the radio years. To tell you a little bit about Lynette Carolla, she is the co-host of the show For Crying Out Loud. For Crying Out Loud is a podcast that talks about parenting and other topics. Lynette Carolla is a proud mother. Oh yeah, and she also happens to be Adam Carolla's wife. The interview with Lynette Carolla received more feedback, emails, comments, questions, etc. than the interview with Adam Carolla. I thought that was very interesting. I think you're going to find Lynette Carolla to be a very pleasant person. I know I enjoyed talking to her. And I hope you all enjoy. Let me know what you think. Hey, Paul. Hello. <laughs> the Hello. woman we're talking to right now is Lynette Carolla. That's me. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing very, great. I'm very flattered that somebody's interested in talking to me. I don't know why. Well, maybe I know why, but it's very flattering. <laughs> Thank you. Well, tell all the listeners out there. I asked Jim Carolla this question, and he had a very philosophical answer. Of course who he is, did. <laughs> who is the real Lynette Carolla? The real Lynette Carolla, you're talking to her right now, I think. I'm, I'm, Lynette is, <laughs> I am doing three things right now. I'm in the kitchen with the kids. I just made them lunch, which uh, was salami, string cheese, crackers, corn chips, and apples. Just pouring myself a cup of coffee, and we're about to go take our blind dog, Molly, for a walk, and then we're going to go run some errands. And uh, that's what my Saturday looks like. <laughs> and then we're going to come home and go to bed. They're going to go to bed, and I'm going to stay up and watch my reality TV. Ace Broadcasting is kind of like a family business. Yes. You and your husband, Adam, you both have a podcast, and yes. then Adam's father has a podcast. Yes. What inspired you to want to have your own show? <laughs> well, it wasn't really my idea. What happened was is that I did a ga- I was very lucky and and privileged and it was an honor that I got to be able to do a guest DJ on E Street Radio on Sirius XM E Street Radio because I'm a Bruce Springsteen fan. I don't know if you've heard, but um, yeah. I, what happened is I I emailed Baba Bowie in New York, a friend of ours, the, the producer of the Howard Stern Show. I uh, I told him what a great job. I heard him on E Street Radio. I've never, I just got serious. It was in my car. I turned on E Street, and he was doing a, a guest DJ on E Street. My girlfriend Jody's here. Hi, Jody. Say hi to the Paul Leslie Show. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I told him that he did such a great job as a guest DJ I said it would be a dream come true for me and blah, blah, blah. I wish. And then he, like, hooked me up with Sirius XM, and long story short, I got to do an E Street Radio guest DJ. And Adam's partner at the time, Donnie's wife over at Ace Broadcasting, said, 
you know, we should, well, what happened was is that they wanted, they were building the network and they wanted to get more female listeners, so they thought we should have some kind of female show on the network. And so Donnie's wife, Kathy, said, well, let's do like a mommy parenting type show and thought that I would be good with Teresa Strasser, who was working with Adam at the time, who just had a baby. So that's how that came about. I'm not a speaker, talker, comedian, or whatever. I mean, I just it kind of fell into my lap, and and then we started doing it, and it was fun, and I and we're continuing doing it now, and it's now for crying out loud. The name of the show was Stephanie Wilder Taylor, who is a best-selling author, wrote Sippy Cups or Not for Chardonnay, and Nap Time's a New Happy Hour, and all that. And she's my co-host, and it's more than a mommy show now. It's more women issues and stuff like that. And we cover all kinds of, we just talk about whatever's interesting to us, really. That we just continue doing it, and it's kind of growing and it's fun. But more so, behind the scenes, I help Adam. I'm like, I'm his glorified executive assistant, I guess. I basically am do, I do whatever needs to be done, which is a ton. I get like, eat 20 emails a day about stuff, kind of helping back and forth as much as I can in all the different areas of, of Adam's podcast, everything, not just his podcast, but his personal stuff, his travel, his every his book, he's read all everything that that everything that's Adam, I help. I mean, he's got an assistant, Matt Fondelier, and he's got Wish You Were Gay Jay, who works down, who works down on his cars in the garage. But I'm with Adam and all the time, and I uh, things come up all the time, and I, I help out where I can. He's a very very busy guy and a very very hard worker. Mm-hmm. When you first met Adam Carolla, mm-hmm. what was your first impression? Well, like Jimmy Kimmel said, he's the laziest, hardworking guy he knows. So <laughs> when I first met him, I was attracted to him. I mean, he was my type. That was my first impression, to be honest. At the time I was 25, I was working in the entertainment industry. I was working at a syndication sales company, New World Entertainment, and was ran by Brandon Tartikoff. 25 years old, and I was kind of dating douchey kind of guys that are in the industry and then I met Adam and I told Adam that I saw the pilot that he did for Loveline and I said it was really funny and it was really good and our company produced the pilot and I did, I met him and I told him what a great job he did and I said did you do you have a did you you saw the cop you saw the show right you saw the pilot and he said no no I didn't and I said really you do you have a copy of the pilot he said no and I just thought it was very odd that this guy is a young, kind of unknown comedian who doesn't who doesn't have a copy of their pilot that they did for Fox television stations. And I loved that. I was like, wow, this is, this is a normal kind of guy. So he was very sweet, and he courted me. And I've told the story many times. So like, that was my first impression of Adam, that he was a very non-show-busy kind of guy, and that's what I liked about him. We always vow when we're younger to never do this. Yeah. But a lot of times we become our parents. Right. My mother always says, if you're mad, you got to get glad in a very certain tone. And I find myself saying that to my nephews and my niece. Uh-huh. Now that you're a mother, do you ever catch yourself doing something and then stopping and saying, yes. I'm my mother? Yeah. <laughs> All the time, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, my mom was an immigrant from Italy, and she... I grew up in the San Fernando Valley. I was born in Cleveland, but I grew up, my family came here when I was seven. They tried to put me in showbiz, and I hated it, and acting, and all that kind of stuff. And my mom was kind of a, a weird, she was like a pushy stage mom that didn't speak English. And 
she also taught, taught self-defense. She was a third-degree black belt in five martial arts and had a self-defense academy and, and all that kind of stuff, which I was forced to do, too. So I had, like, a showbiz kind of mom that was pushy, but she spoke broken English, and I was raised kind of different, I guess. My parents were older. They were both Italian. They were both very conservative. They wouldn't let me do anything. They wouldn't let me spend the night at a friend's house. So I tell myself I'm not going to be like that, but now I do see I'm very protective of my kids. They're not spending the night over anybody's house that I, you know, I do. I'm very, I'm kind of strict. They were strict, and I, I see myself doing that, but it is what it is. And in, in, in this world, I think it's not bad to be strict. So, What do you think the biggest challenge facing parents is? Well, I know that living in L.A. is tough as a parent because, you have all these different philosophies. You have the hippie mom. You have the, the the helicopter moms. I mean, all that kind of stuff they talk about, it's true. I mean, I run across these people all the time. My best friend is a different kind of mom than I am. And I, I don't know what the challenge is really that there there's always a challenge. I mean, there, there it, there's nothing but one big challenge raising kids. So there's always going to be a challenge. I mean, for me, the biggest challenge is having twins, a boy and a girl, making sure that they are getting both, they're feeling the, the I don't know, attention, the love from both of us. It's very weird. You start to see that one feels jealous more than the other. You hug one, you praise one, the other one's like, I did that too. I did, you know, and it's kind of a little competition going on. That's my kind of challenge. And also raising kids out here in L.A. and not having them be self-centered and expecting things and kind of being growing up, I guess, entitled and stuff like that. Luckily, knock on wood, my kids are not like that yet, but I hope they don't become that way, and it's hard, and it's very it's very hard. You you have to really keep a tight leash, and you have to, you kind of have to rule with an iron fist, I guess, and that that's what I do. So far, so good. <laughs> One of the things about having a show is that you get to invite interesting people to join in on the conversation. Yeah. You had... David Allen Greer on your show. You've had some really interesting people. Mm -hmm. Who have you been most excited to welcome? Well, I hate to say it because you just said it, but David Allen Greer, I was a nervous wreck, I have to say. I I'm a huge DAG fan, and whenever he's on Adam's show, it gets me going, and I keep repeating and, and saying things that he said on Adam's podcast to crack Adam up. He's like the one guy in this world that really makes Adam laugh hard with tears, and it's, that's very rare. And so I listen to the podcast when he's on Adam's show, and it just, it's, it's just so funny to listen to. So I, I'll repeat stuff that he says at home to Adam. And I just got on, and I was like, you know what, can we get him? You know, he's got a little girl. I was like, can we get him on our show? And he, he was like, sure, no problem. He came on the show, and I was, uh, the whole morning I was a nervous wreck because I'm thinking, how is this guy not a bigger star? I mean, he should be hosting the Oscars, in my opinion. He's freaking talented. I mean, he sings opera, for Pete's sakes. He's on Broadway. I, the guy is, uh, improvisational skills are just off the, off, the, off the charts. So he's a talented guy, very talented. And I was very honored to have him on the show. Other people, Kevin Nealon is, is amazing. He's just such a funny guy. Him and his wife, they've been on. His wife is a darling, darling girl. Molly Ringwald, she was on. That was fun, talking to her. She kind of got teary-eyed. We made her cry. That was early episode. So, yeah, I mean, and, and then just people that you really haven't heard of, authors of books and, and bloggers and stuff like that. Like, the, we had the dad, he's a blogger, Shay Card. I think. I've never heard of them, but they get like a million hits on YouTube a day, 
and he came with his lovely wife, and they were a lot of fun, and his whole family came. So just, I mean, everybody, it's just interesting, the people that come through there. And sometimes we don't have guests, just Stephanie and I just sit and we talk about our week, what we're dealing with, what's going on at home, what's going on in our marriage, what's going on with our kids. We talk, and we'll talk about our first concert, our first kiss, all that kind of stuff. It's fun. I mean, I don't know if anybody's listening, but it's a, it's a good time, I guess. <laughs> There's so many different options there with the H broadcasting. I'm I'm enamored with it. It's really really interesting. You have Jim's yeah. philosophical show, and then your show, and then Adam's show is always really compelling. What do you see in the future for the H broadcasting family of podcasts? That's a question for uh, Booker Mike August. <laughs> Mike August has been very involved with Adam's network. I don't know. He's a character Adam talks about from time to time, but he is a brilliant guy. He understands his business like nobody else. And he and Adam, basically, and, and he's been doing a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, this the, the future, I, I think that Adam is doing something incredible, which is he's basically uncharted waters. Nobody's done it. Nobody really could put their finger on podcasting. Now maybe they can, but when Adam started, they couldn't. It, it was very hard. Like, how do you monetize this? How How does this... How does this work? How, does, how do people access it? How do the content, everything? And we've managed to make the machine go. And I, I guess the future, I'm hoping, is podcasting is going to get easier and easier, meaning that when people say, Adam, I miss you on the morning radio, you can say, well, I got a podcast now. And then people say, I don't know how to do that. Well, hoping that as the future goes, it's going to be easier and easier where people can easily get a podcast in their car as they're driving to work and listen to Adam every day and stream it into their car, stream it at work, stream it in their home. That's what we're hoping. And you know what? From what I hear, it's pretty close to that. It's getting close. And Adam was at LA Auto Show last week, and Hyundai is doing stuff where they can something with, I don't know, the technology that they're getting in their cars. We're looking towards the future, and, and Adam is sort of like the, the pioneer, I guess. And it's flattering. I mean, I love, I'm a big fan. I listen to his show every day. I love Bald Brian and Allison, and I download it, and then when I download it, and to see it up on iTunes, you know, one, number one through five, number one, number four, number, every day, it's just so satisfying to see that Adam is working hard, but it's paying off. People are really responding. I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it really is. It's all about the fans and the listener base. They tell their friends, and they are tell their, you know, the, if you can grow that listener base, then you really got something, and obviously Adam has done that. He's got the best fans and the most loyal fans on earth, I think, and he's very grateful and I'm grateful and it feels like kind of we're all in this together. This is hopefully something that, that's going to catch on bigger and better in the future, I guess. Well, one of the great things about podcasting and the various options now for broadcasting is you're not limited to just the L.A. area or the New York City area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This right. question came from Georgiana Tiller, and she wrote in to ask two questions of you. Mm -hmm. One, what do you most like to do as a family? And mm -hmm. two, as a parent, what do you most want your children to learn from you? Wow, okay. As a family, we do a lot of laying around watching TV together and relaxing, but when Adam has time off, we hang out with the kids, we play with the kids, it's all about them, and one thing we like to do is we hike. We go on hikes, which the kids are waiting for me right now to go on a hike, but we take the blind dog and we go out, we go for walks up in the Hollywood Hills. We'll go to the movies, we'll take the kids to the movies. We love to go on a Saturday night, we'll take the kids out to dinner. 
to an Italian restaurant. We do that kind of stuff together. What was the second question? She says, what do you most want your children to learn from you? Well, I want them to be good people. That's, that's it. I want them to, to be... Adam wants them to be smart. I want them to be good. <laughs> I just want them to be good people and to be thoughtful and add something to society. I'd like for them, you know, to learn follow through. You're going to start something. you got to finish it, whether you like it or not. And, you know, Adam's got the football coach philosophy going with them, which is a good thing. Keeps them disciplined. I want them to have discipline. I think that's important. They, they both have really good sense of humors which is very important in our house. Just to be good people. And to be Breek Springsteen fans would be nice, too. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. What is Go the ahead. best thing about being Lynette Carolla? The best thing about being Lynette Carolla? Well, I have to say, <laughs> Jody's laughing. Well, that's a loaded question, too. The best... <laughs> There is a, uh, the best thing about, alright, the best thing about being Lynette Corolla would be to be able to, uh, get good seats to concerts. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, I got to meet Bruce Greenstein last week, alright, you know, that, that's kind of a big plus, I would say. Wouldn't you say? I mean, I would, yeah. I've, I've admired the guy since I was 11 years old, and I got to tell him what a big fan I was, and sit down and have a conversation with him, which was unbelievable, and just tell him what a true fan I was. So, there's that. But, you know, also, Adam is a great guy. Being married to Adam is, you know, it ain't easy. It's not easy being married to Adam, uh, I'll be honest. He keeps things, uh, I don't know, he, he expects the best out of people. So I think that a plus about being married to Adam, which I think is probably what the question really was, I think the big plus is that Adam expects, it's going to sound bad. It's not gonna, he's not high maintenance at all. But he expects he expects better from people. He expects them to be at their best, I guess, at stuff. And, and it's just sound. I know it's coming out wrong, but he's very big with discipline and stuff like that. And I think when I was a bachelorette, it was different. Now that I'm married to Adam and I have kids, he keeps order and stuff like that. And again, it's probably sounding wrong. He's not. He's not. He's not um, hard ass or anything or, or whatever. But he expects very much from people, and, it, and it's good for me, and it's good for the kids. You know, and I think it's a good thing. The other thing is, is now I look at the world as a different way, and I know it's now it's rubbing off on my friends. They're stuck in traffic, and they're like, they call me like, really? What? You know, and then they start going off on traffic, or they start complaining about things because they listen to Adam. And it's like, when you, when you live with that, you start to see the world the same way, and you can't help but be a mini Adam. And my friends are like, you, you sound like Adam. I'm like, well... Yeah, I can't, I can't, I live with the guy. I mean, I can't help it. I know what can Adam complain about, but it's true. It's like, there's a lot of stuff you can complain about, and now it's like exemplified living with him. So, <laughs> it's a kind of, it's a good thing, a little bit. It keeps things moving fast, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but, yeah. This last question is totally yeah. open-ended. Yeah. Answer any way you like. Mm -hmm. What would you like to say to all of our listeners? Adam told me, he said, have a dance party with your kids. Yes. So what would um, your answer be? What I want to say, I want to thank everybody that supports Adam's show and anything that's on Adam's network. And the future for Adam and, and his network is, I think it's, it's changing a little bit. Things are going to be a little different in the new year in January. We've made some changes behind the scenes, obviously with the new website. We got the, the app and stuff like that. And I have the new show for crying out loud. For the fans that are listening and to support us, that tweet us, and the people that go on Amazon through Adam's website is just Adam wants, if he could, 
he would give a reach around to every person that went on Amazon through his website. I mean, he's just thrilled. It's just it shows him that people really do listen to what he's saying and and is respectful to what he asks, and they they want to give him a little bit of a payback. Shows free. He goes in every night. He does a daily show every day. Nobody's corporations paying him. It's all being advertising and stuff like that. And every little bit helps. And it's sort of a grassroots thing that wouldn't work if we didn't have such a strong listener base. And that is something that trickles down to me that I'm grateful for. He's grateful for. It's just he's delighted. I mean, his favorite thing to do is sit on Twitter. And he personally answers people on Twitter as much as he can, and especially the ones that support his show. Like, I use Citrix, or I did use your sponsor right and the amazon thing is insane i mean people going on there and use it bookmarking it and using it it's so overwhelmingly it's overwhelming <laughs> i just like to say i would like to thank everybody everybody for their support i mean everybody's supporting my show supporting adam's show and supporting adam and everything he does and the new year january is going to bring a lot of exciting things things are coming out soon that people don't know about and it's going to be an exciting year and i think I think people are going to be pleased, and I want to thank everybody. That's well, Miss Carolla, thank you yeah. very, very much. Before we thank go, you. thank you. Which Bruce Springsteen song do you want to play at the end of this interview? Oh, um, well, you know what? I'll do the ties of Bind. It's a good poppy kickoff. It's the very first song on the river. It kicks off at uh, Bruce's double album called The River. It came out in 1980, and it's the very first song on that album, and it's called The Ties of Bind, and it's one of my favorite, and the lyrics I identify with. <laughs> All right, spoken for like a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Paul. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All Paul. right, have a good evening. Thank Bye -bye. you, too. Take care. Zip, bip. Bibbidi bop boobity zing dang bon chee to cuddly zing a bang doom coochie at the matsuko you should get gone go gone go go easing on a glen dang bon tight and a little bit doo goodbye